And hello and welcome to another edition of Chip Shots. I'm Gary Mack and happy Thanksgiving to all you out there. Sorry we missed last week, but uh, had an illness. So uh, wasn't up to doing a show, but we're back this week and we'll fill in uh, some of the missing points that uh, we, we weren't here for last week. But Taylor Gooch was playing well on Sunday and... Uh, it all paid off with his first PGA Tour title when he closed with a 664 for a three-shot victory at Sea Island. He was playing with two guys who have won before, and he was pushed early by a past Sea Island champion. The buzz in the middle of the round was another player flirting with a 59. Gooch ran off three birdies in four holes to start the back nine, and that never let anyone get close to cap a strong fall with the ultimate prize of a victory it moved him to the top of the fedex cup standings to number three in the world ranking and to augusta national in april for the masters gooch tied the tournament record of 22 under 260 set by kevin kisner in 2014 he became the seventh player in the 12-year history of the event to make the RSM Classic his first victory. Mackenzie Hughes of Canada, who won the tournament in 2016, rallied from the group ahead of Gooch with four birdies among his last six holes, capped by a 20-foot putt at number 18 for a 62, and he finished second at 19 under with a 263. Sebastian Munoz was alone in third, and Tyler McCumber Cameron Smith, Tom Hoge, and Seamus Power tied for fourth. Now the Champions Tour was off. They're finished for the year. But the week before, Phil Mickelson and Bernhard Langer were the stories. As Mickelson won the Charles Cup, uh, the Charles Schwab Championship, the actual tournament, but Bernhard Langer, at the age of 64, won the season-long point race as the PGA Tour champion season ended. Actually, it was a super season. They went like two years uh, uh, due to, to the pandemic and everything. So uh, that that's it for the PGA Tour champions for this season. They will start up the 2022 season, tease off. At uh, on January 20th to the 22nd in Hawaii for the Mitsubishi Electric Championship. So, good long time off for the PGA Tour champions. And, um, you know, we had some other final events this, this week. The LPGA had their championship. With Jin Young Ko shot a final round bogey free 63 to win the season ending CME Group Tour Championship. And in the process, the LPGA Player of the Year honors just surpassing Nelly Korda. Oh, banked a first place check for 1.5 million, largest payday on the LPGA. Four players, Ko, Nelly Korda, Nasa Hatayoka, and Selena Boutier started the final round, tied atop the leaderboard at Tiburon Golf Club at the Ritz-Carlton Golf Resort. On the ninth hole, Cole drained a 30-footer birdie 
to get to 20 under for the week to give her a four-shot lead. Hateoka cut the lead to two after she birdied the 10th. Up just one shot on the 11th, Ko made another long birdie putt to get to 21 under, pushing her back out in front by two shots. Another birdie on 13 made it a three-shot advantage. One more birdie on 17, her ninth of the day, got her to 23 under and sealed the deal. Only Cole and Quarter had a shot at the Player of the Year award, with Quarter starting the week with a 10-point lead. Cole's fifth win this season vaulted her back to the top. It's the second straight CME title for her as well. Only Cole and uh, Cole 26 now has 12 LPGA Tour victories, tying her with Se-young Kim and Araya Jutengon on the all-time list. The CME was her 81st LPGA Tour start. The $1.5 million prize pushes her past $9 million in her career. At $9,102,985, Co now checks in at number 26 on the LPGA's all-time money list. Quarter was attempting to win her fifth event of the season, Julie Inkster in 1999 was the last American on the LPGA to win five times in the season. Quarter tied for fifth along with Megan Kang and Min G. Lee. Lexi Thompson was solo eighth at 16 under. Lydia Ko shot a final round 64 and tied for ninth along with In Gi Chun and Gabby Lopez at 15 under. The European Tour closed out their 2021 season as Colin Marikawa made history becoming the first American to win both the DP World Tour Championship and the Race to Dubai title after his victory in the European Tour seemed as the ending tournament in Dubai. Morikawa started the final day three shots back of Morori McElroy and then started Sunday's round with six straight pars. Morikawa got his first birdie of the day on number seven. Then on the back nine, he caught fire, making birdies on five of the last seven holes, including 17 and 18 to close with a 66 to claim a three-shot win over Matthew Fitzpatrick and Alexander Bjork. Morikawa's irons were sharp once again on the 15th hole. He stuffed his approach to 8 feet. On the 16th out of a fairway bunker, he landed his ball 20 feet away to save par. He stuck one within 10 feet on the 17th. Billy Horschel finished second in a race, while John Rahm, who skipped the season finale, was third. Before the tournament started, Morikawa was granted honorary life membership on the tour, just the fifth American golfer joining Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas, Tom Watson, and Patrick Reed to receive that recognition. Uh, so, the European tour ends their season with this exciting event, and congratulations to Colin Morikawa and the European Tour is going to have a new name. We'll have that story in just a second when we come back. But let's take a break and come back right after this. 
sponsor an ad on the podcast. Support our show and let people know about your business. Email us today. 516-619-6341. That is the voicemail hotline if you'd like to leave a question, a comment, anything at all. Just call that number, 516-619-6341, and we'll play it on the air. Or if you'd like to be old-fashioned, and send me an email. Send it to talkinggolf at gmail.com. That's talkinggolf at gmail.com. It's time for the Golf News of the Week. And yes, it is. It's time for the Golf News of the Week. And as we said, the European Tour has a new name. Beginning with the start of the 2022 season, its 50th year of existence, which will begin at the Joburg Open in South Africa, from November 22nd to 25th. That can't be right. Oh, yes. The season is starting already. It will be known as the DP World Tour. As a result of the title sponsorship, total prize money will exceed $200 million mark for the first time with a new minimum prize fund of $2 million for all tournaments solely sanctioned by the DP World Tour. That doubles the purse size, <coughs> excuse me, of 104 million in 2021, and nearly triples the 70 million in 2020. In addition, the DP World Tour Championship, the season finale, and the final Rolex Series tournament of 2022 will become. The first European Tour event in history outside the majors and WGC to feature an eight-figure prize fund, $10 million. The DP World Tour will feature a minimum of 47 tournaments in 27 different countries, including new tournaments in the UAE, Japan, South Africa, and Belgium, and an expanded Rolex series comprising the events, the Abu Dhabi HSBC Championship, the Slink to Dubai Desert Classic, the Genesis Scottish Open, the BMW PGA Championship, and the season-ending DP World Tour Championship. For the first time, it will also feature three tournaments co-sanctioned with the PGA Tour, the Genesis Scottish Open, as well as the Barbasol Championship and the Barracuda Championship taking place in the United States as a result of the Strategic Alliance between male professionals and the two leading tours. So we've got a new name, the DP World Tour, instead of the European Tour. Uh, kind of going to miss the European Tour. I had a nice ring to it. I mean, you kind of knew where it was. The DP World Tour sounds kind of, um, I don't know, almost like a league or something instead of a tour, you know. So I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um, but, you know, it's the money and money talks. No money walks. In a release that ended months of speculation and rumors, the PGA of America and PGA Golf Exhibitions 
<clears throat> jointly announced a list of companies planning to attend the 2022 PGA Merchandise Show in Orlando. The release also reveals which companies are not going to be there. More than 450 companies have signed up to attend the show, and more than 600 are expected to exhibit their goods and services at Demo Day on January 25th at Orange County National Golf Center and January 26th to the 28th at the Orange County Convention Center. Among them will be Bridgestone, Cleveland Siroxen, Kubra Puma Golf, and Ping. The companies skipping this year's PGA show include Callaway, Mizuno, PXG, TaylorMade, Titleist, Tour Edge, and Wilson. Um, so that's if you guys are interested in the PGA and get there to the show, uh, what you're going to see. And for the first time, this is big news, since his February car accident, Tiger Woods has been swinging a golf club. Woods posted a video to his social media accounts with the caption, Making Progress. Woods was wearing a white shirt and black shorts along with the sleeve that has been on the right leg during his recovery. The video shows Woods hitting a single iron shot, but the half-full bucket of balls and the row of divots and the launch monitor set up behind him imply that Woods was in the midst of a practice session. Recent photos and videos have shown Woods walking and standing, but this was his first official update since he posted a video in April that showed him standing on crutches. <coughs> Excuse me. In May, told Golf Digest that his most recent rehab process was more painful than anything I have ever experienced. Justin Thomas recently told an O'Laying Up podcast that Woods will try to make another comeback. So, look, the Tiger Man, he moves the needle no matter what. And this is great news for the world of golf. If he can come back again, doesn't necessarily, he's going to win. But what a great story. If he could play on tour again, it will move the needle. It will make popular golf. He is probably the most viewed golfer in the world. Still. Still. And if he comes back and doesn't win, people are going to say, well, the comeback was a failure. How could it be a failure with the career this guy's had? He came back from a myriad of injuries. And surgeries, and what a Masters and a couple other tournaments. Doesn't matter if he comes back. Doesn't matter what he does, win, lose, or draw. Not at all. Doesn't matter if he can come back. It's gonna move the meter, no matter what. And he's just probably the greatest of all time. Jack was terrific, but uh, what this guy's going through. Or going through can't compare in a way and congratulations to jordan smith he announced on twitter last thursday the birth of his first child <clears throat> jordan and annie spieth welcomed sammy spieth on november 14th according to the tweet so congratulations to the speeds on the birth of their first child and we're going to take a quick break and be back to close it out Sponsor an ad on the podcast. 
Support our show and let people know about your business. Email us today. 516-619-6341. That is the voicemail hotline. If you'd like to leave a question, a comment, anything at all, just call that number, 516-619-6341, and we'll play it on the air. Or if you'd like to be old-fashioned, and send me an email. Send it to talkinggolf at gmail.com. That's talkinggolf at gmail.com. Okay, we're back, and uh, it's time for the calendar. Well, there's not much on the calendar. <laughs> Everybody's off, except for the DP World Tour. They'll be playing the Yoberg Open in South Africa. Joachim Hansen is the defending champion there. PGA champions, LPGA are all off. We won't be hearing much from the champions of the LPGA for quite some time. Uh, there is on Friday, the match is on Friday, Bryson DeChambeau against Brooks Kepka. It is on at 4 o'clock. I think it's TBS television. Go check it out. They've had their little... Um, uh, to do this season, uh, uh, not getting along, but they uh, seem to have um, buried the hatchet, is if if you will. I don't know if that's the best way to put it, <laughs> but uh, but they'll be facing off against one another in a grudge match of monumental uh, importance. Not really, but it should be fun, and we'll see how they interact with each other. And that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. I hope you all enjoyed it, and I hope you'll join me again uh, the next time. And uh, have a happy and safe Thanksgiving to everybody out there. It's the holiday season is starting. We'll be taking some time off, but um, I'll let you know when that happens. We'll be back uh uh, here and there with your show so that's why it's important to subscribe and hit the like button so you'll know whenever a show comes out it will come directly to your uh, uh, your your device whatever it may be your phone your computer your browser whatever your tablet uh, whatever it may be so hit that subscribe button it helps us expand the show and uh, grow it so we can get new listeners and until next time remember have a happy thanksgiving and as you walk down the fairways of life you must smell the roses for you only get to play one round have a great holiday great thanksgiving and i'm gary mack i'll see you next time on another edition of chip shots